clinical Up. clinical Clinical Population Population Clinical Population Population Clinical Population Hi, my name is Gabby And I'm Allison And I'm Michael and welcome to Clinical Populations. <laughs> so we're all at the AMTA National Conference in Ooh. Dallas. Yay! Super excited. Um, we're also really excited to introduce Michael Viega. Hello. <laughs> um, and if you'd like to uh, talk a little bit about yourself. Yes, I will brag about myself. I'm happy to be on Clinical Populations. Um, I am a music therapist and a music therapy educator at Montclair State University and with a huge interest on what you all are doing here. So it's a really honor to be a part of this podcast that you all have created, which is an amazing podcast. Thank you. It is an honor to have you. When she told me that you wanted to come on and that you had been listening, I was like, ah! Well, yeah. <laughs> so exciting. These are the conversations. Number one, you get to introduce awesome new artists. That in of itself is cool. And number two, we actually get to, you know, nerd out about songs and therapy and give people a chance to hear what we actually dork out about <laughs> in other places. So this is great. Um, I almost peed my pants when you messaged me. <laughs> I texted her as soon as you messaged me. Because I, so when I was an undergrad, I went to one of your presentations uh, like I think it was your thesis presentation like okay. you were talking about like songwriting yeah and like I was really into songwriting at that point and I was mm -hmm. like oh my gosh this is amazing this yeah. is what I want to do um and so like since then like I've seen you post and then <laughs> and then I joined the hip-hop therapy thing yeah and yeah. Then <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh this is amazing and then you're like I want to be part of your podcast and I was like holy crap <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well, the song we're talking about today combines all those yeah element, those exciting elements, man. For sure. So yeah, um, so perfect segue. Boom. You know how to podcast. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> 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 all right. So today, tonight, uh, we have um, a song called "Retribution" by Ike Indolo, and we're gonna listen to it now. So enjoy. Tears to cry. 
Retribution by Ike and Dolo. Um, what'd you guys like about it? Um, so it's not a song that I would normally, I guess, gravitate towards, um, which is good because I'm always looking for things that are kind of outside of my box. Um, and so I really appreciated that and I enjoyed it a lot listening to it because it was something that I don't normally listen to. Um, I, the thing that stood out to me the most was the part towards the end of the song with the large space. Um, because for me right now, I've been really focusing on breath and taking time and holding space um, and just sitting in what you're feeling at that moment. And that is that entire part to me. Um, so that's what really stood out to me. And, and it's unusual in a song. Usually people want to just like punch through to the end, but he allowed that space <laughs> um, and allowed that time to sit in his feelings and let you as the listener sit in it with him before he moved on to the next part. Yeah, it was like, uh, almost felt like a, a prayer space. Yeah. In some way or, or something. Spiritual. Yeah, it felt like a prayer space. Yeah. Get used to holding the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, funny you mentioned prayer space. So uh, how I know Ike is actually he um, is in some of the same uh, music circles as me. So I uh, am Catholic. And I play music for churches um, and freelance and play for retreats every now and then. Um, so he's on a higher level than I am. But um, so I know him from that context. He used mm -hmm. to play for retreats that my friends would go on. Um, and it's pretty cool. So uh, Paris Space definitely, I think, is, is, I mean, I think it was in intentional in that. Yeah. I think the... Um the tension. I, I think it's interesting moving into, moving into the 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 route of religion or just spirituality. The tension between um, us as earthly, culturally bound humans suffering, and reaching for something otherworldly, something greater than ourselves. Because when I experience this on, I experience that tension, and I experience the tension in. Uh, so Ike has his, has the you know I talk I, it sounded like the Kanye West and I hope he doesn't mind that you know um, because no one wants to talk about Kanye now and you know what I'm saying Kanye, no, he doesn't Kanye, want to hear you know, anything no, no. about Kanye yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's got that can't you know can't tell me nothing you know, the little bit of, of that and then it's got the compressed distorted um, auto tune vocals that are happening but and I and and, but then it switches the second verse, and I think that's an important. It's an important switch that happens. So the autotune for me is always the aesthetic of being in um, a hole, depressed, looking up, yeah, hoping, but not you know like numbing. Like he, he even says in the lyrics about you know, um, you know, yeah, he says uh, at the in the first in the first line. Um, I went looking for retribution. Oh Lord, I have no more tears to cry. That sense of like just numbness, and the auto tune kind of covers that numbness, but then it switches from that to something more distorted and non-understandable, and it leaves you with just this visceral feeling of of everything. And I'm in that experience. But we were talking a little bit before we hit play about as therapists, and me as a as a white male who has not. A, 
lived this experience of a young black man um, and what experience what black people experience and and with police brutalities and killings and you know the privilege that I've had mm-hmm. yeah. being with other people in this conversation as a therapist I can be within the human suffering experience of it but I I've never experienced this myself and so um, that duality that tension that I experienced while listening to it for me is a really powerful experience which is I'm connected I struggle as a human but yeah I've never experienced that and I and, and I'm not connected I'm disconnected mm-hmm. and connected and yeah. I wonder as therapist how we you know someone like myself what that's mm-hmm. like you know and that, that also opens up the conversation for understanding where your client is coming from and really getting them on that deep uh, that deep level under the surface and sometimes sometimes it happens but sometimes you don't always get that um you know when they're doing things that are um more common between the two you know that that music component is so important in really understanding where they're coming from um i know like in my experience with who i work with like a lot of the times it's, you know, pop music and cheery, you know, Disney music and things like that. And it's just, it's never connecting on that deeper level. Right. So. Yeah, we were talking, you know, the the question is, if the, like this song would have to be brought to me as a therapist. And, you know, I want I love the song. I want to hear the song. And I would listen to it with them. And I'd, I would close my eyes and I would ma- be in the imaginary world of, of you know, I could I can imagine the aesthetic of the cave and the distortion and, and move into that image and empathize. What is it like down here? And then hear from them. What are your what's your experience with the song and, and empathize while also being open to that experience and hearing that um, without saying like, you know, without trying to rescue them or or ha- tell them it's going to be okay or whatever, <laughs> you know, um, whatever it is. Just having the conversation, right. just letting the music just speak letting, for itself. Right. And just so you wouldn't bring this in, you would, you would have this brought to you. Or, you, right, yeah, or use it as a therapist. Like I think what Ike has done here is he lets us know how technology um, and certain aesthetic choices in the songs, like I mean, that's the the transition from the first verse, which has the the you know the the compressed, distorted, mm-hmm. auditory vocals, yeah. and then the second verse gets even more, ec- you know, reverbed, ec- yeah, yeah. muted, foggy, like I you know that that's an important. It, it, it's even more. Con- where are we? Where are we entering? I got to get out of here. I, and then it goes. Boom, piano prayer moment it's like oh god you know and you get a chance to be like what's going on what's going on and then it comes back in a way that's like are you ready <laughs> uh, the reminder we gotta keep moving we, we gotta, gotta keep, keep on moving. going we gotta keep on going so it, it, this song is a, a tension between for me the earth and heaven like it's a tension but it's a struggle mm. but it's like a cross right it's yeah like, you know there you have the up and down of of moving up into the spiritual world, but but we're here on Earth, and fucking we got to do something about it, you know. Yeah. Can I cuss true. on this podcast? Um, sure. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't decided yet. We have. <laughs> I don't know who listens to it. So I mean, <laughs> um, actually, on the other podcast he was on, where he talked about a different song he had, there mm-hmm. was, um, they marked it as explicit. So I mean, I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He's okay with it. So why can't yeah. we be okay with it? <laughs> um. I think uh, one thing I really liked about this song was like the end part where like it's just um, 
the female vocals. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked how he rhymed um, crying out to us with crying out to justice because it's like not uh. a full, it's like, I know it is a full rhyme, but he adds on yeah, like yeah. that end part. So it's like you think it's going to end, but you're pushing on the justice. It's like not, it's like crying out to us, we're crying out to just. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, there's an end, like crying out to, to justice. just us. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. Process. What? It's a never ending process at this moment, at least. Justice is a never ending process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, yeah. Sorry, guys, we're on two microphones instead of three because I only have one conference (laughs) microphone. You should donate to our Patreon so that that we can get something more than two inputs. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I'm finished with that thought. (laughs) No, I didn't. We we didn't hear what you said. Okay. okay. (laughs) I forgot what I was (laughs) Sorry, guys. No, you said um, justice is a never-ending. Yeah, in our, in our it's never-ending in our current society. I wonder if it's even in our current society or just in general. It's a it's the, it's a human struggle that's ancient. And old wounds never really true. You know, like the true. the majority, um, you know, society says, "Oh, we're done with that now." Yeah. We moved past that phase, but we never really moved it right. because it just, that's how it happens, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. That's so. Yeah. Mm. Cool. What, what would I, I mean, has, I wonder what Ike would say about, about this. I would like to hear, yeah. you know, at some point. What um, yeah. Usually the artists like will message me privately and be like, have their reactions and stuff um yeah i think if i were to use this in a session like just personally bring it in um like you were saying like the the intro like loop part is like kanye-esque the uh um i think what i would do was like i would if i was doing this in like a group session or something i would have whoever is working with um i would make like some sort of loop and if the group was dealing with some sort of collective struggle, um, have them just write out what their struggles were and talk about it over the loop. Yeah. And with the music as kind of like a container space. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want I want to make sure that music therapists aren't afraid or judge and don't hate on the autotune because autotune um, you know, there's a few things about the autotune and that, especially with teenagers where who may be struggling with really low self-esteem or even struggling with talking about very hard things by using autotune, you create this new identity and this identity can hit 10 octaves, <laughs> right? And, and, and I can, I can be like, I can have this ideal self and practice, what it feels like, you know, most teenagers we work with, you know, I like to, I think a teenage young lady and you say, you know, record your voice and then they listen back. They go, oh, I hate that. I don't like but then you put auto tune and they're like, Woo, you know, like they're, <laughs> and they're going off. And um, and that's amazing. Right. And then mm-hmm. also there can be the aesthetic choice of 
this is what it sounds like deep in this hopelessness. I'm not even human anymore. I'm something else. I'm an alien being created. Mm -hmm. And hip hop has this history of voice manipulation Mm -hmm. of like, you know, creating new identities out of oppressive identities or identities that have been forced upon us. And so let's create something. I mean, this goes back to funk music, the parliament mm-hmm. funkadelic. It's like alien, like, you know, like mm-hmm. the alien aspect of like, this is what it feels like to be a human on this earth yeah. uh, with everybody. I feel like an alien. And so that, that could be really powerful. So hopefully music therapists don't think of the autotune as like, oh, well, it's, um, it's, it just covers up and we need to be live and natural. And no, like you, these choices are really important. <laughs> yeah, I actually, so um, my minor was in music technology when I was an undergrad. And I, the only, re- the only reason why I took it was because I knew music was headed that way. And it, like, I didn't like electronic music at all, but it taught me a lot about like how people use it. Um, and I was like, I was a music purist at that point. I was like super into like Mumford and Sons, like really acoustic, <laughs> like just like everything natural. Mumford. <laughs> Mumford. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like um, now, like I totally understand like, you know, music, tech, like the tech side of stuff, like that's just as much music as like you know like learning all your skills on piano it's funny because i think one of the major one of the most major influences on hip-hop within the mid-2000s was bon iver who comes from that world yeah his song his song woods i'm up in the woods i'm was this auto-tune beautifully orchestrated auto-tune world of his isolation in the woods Mm -hmm. and like you listen to that song and it's total isolation of human like total voidness and Kanye used him in a lot of that in my tw- beautiful dark twist of fantasy and Kanye from 808 and heartbreaks yeah. you know having yeah. a con- I, I, I know I have right. heartbreaks that's the album <laughs> yeah and and yeah. and so you know I think I think that natural world where that Bonavere comes from you know and Mumford's you know there's connections yeah I don't know I like this idea of playing sorry I like this idea of playing with identity mm-hmm. you know it's something that I don't know. I like. I've never. I've never had the opportunity in the populations that I've worked with to do that. And so, um, I have a couple of clients that I'm thinking of right now that I'm like, this would be perfect for them. Just exploring what they're capable of, out of their own creation of like what people see them as. Yeah. Like it just. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I love it. Well, take like Tyler the Creator. You know, you ever listen to Tyler Creator's yeah. albums and and the the you know goblin the album goblin the album bastard you know at the beginning of goblin there's the whole therapist you know he's talking to his therapist which is himself and it's a voice manipulated you know you wouldn't do that tyler you know kill yourself you know like he's talking to his inner psyche the different parts of himself um and he uses voice manipulation to voice that kind of very you know you know the hopelessness the depression the the, you know and so i think technology offers all these from chipmunk vocals to like monster vocals you know yeah like uh kid cuddy recently like he not recently i don't know it was probably a while ago he like like told everyone like yeah i'm in like a mental hospital like he's like i'm dealing with this stuff um and his music like definitely reflects that yeah it's awesome yeah so even today, you know, I had a client that this would have been perfect because he was just doing it naturally. 
he was just talking to himself and changing his voice naturally and like what could we have done musically that could have reflected what was going on when he was set off in in session you know like i mean it would have been a perfect opportunity to explore his negative self-talk yeah, and yeah. and what he was telling himself instead what of me. What does that voice sound like? Let's exactly. Do, let's get into it. Yeah. yeah. Instead of me trying to help him mm-hmm. reframe it, reframing it for himself, yeah, and yeah. hearing what it was sounding like reflected back at him. No, I was actually working with a young woman, uh, a teenager in a pediatric facility who was getting a spinal cord operation, um, and she also had a severe developmental disability, and she can only vocalize very and and most. Of her treatment team didn't know they there wasn't they didn't really oh well we don't know if she's actually communicating in a way that actually is meaningful and I was like I don't know she's you know communicating with me in ways that I feel like are meaningful anyway so she only made like ah sound so I turned on an auto tune and she went ah I go wow and then she was like ah and then after the third time I th- something clicked like ah like and this is all so you can hear this ah with an auto-tune, suddenly it became musical, and she looked at me like that, like with bright eyes, and then I, you know, I started improvising on the guitar, and she was going, ah, ah, and I started marrying her, and we got in this beautiful improvisation, and the speech therapist was like, because all of a sudden she goes, oh, she's playing with vows, and we created this beautiful, touching, beautiful song, and it's like, auto-tune, man, that, that, that's, that's an untouched, speech therapy music therapy like that's the next that's next level well because it's out of their ordinary Mm -hmm. and it's an it's another way of communicating with someone you know i have clients that i'm i work very closely with a speech therapist and they are such a good part of our team um but sometimes you know the only way that these clients are able to communicate is through music and the speech therapists use it all the time which i love and i am so grateful that they see the benefit of it um but yeah, it just it's, it gives them this opportunity to do something that's out of their ordinary yes. and communicating in a way that maybe connects with them more than speech. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, it's beautiful. Well, I remember what it was. I don't know. You, you all have done recording before, right? Recording. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, it was I was in ninth grade, recorded my first song. It was a teacher. He brought in his, you know, this is the 90s. So, you know, the brain and recording stuff. It was like a huge rack full. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, no, it was like he actually brought in the real deal. It was like a huge. Nice. And um, he put on course on my voice. I just remember being like, how egotistical of me. There's like, there's many of me. I sound amazing. And like just reverb, like very small changes to my voice. I'm someone who like, I have horrible self-esteem issues. And a teenager, forget about it. Like, you know, all sorts. And so to be able to hear my voice in this way, I was like, you know, like, you know, I, I, I got multiple, you know, I sound like this, like, um, it's quite a powerful identity experience. It's huge. Um, yeah. The first time I ever recorded like in an actual studio, um, and I first heard my voice like back, like just nothing on it. I was like, Oh, I sound like that. Mm -hmm. Like I just wasn't impressed with myself. And then like, and not that I have like a bad voice or anything. It's just like, Oh, that's what I sound like. Um, but then like you had just like a tiny bit of reverb, like a little bit of like chorus on it. And like, it just changes like 180. Um, yeah. And this changes your whole perception of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's very empowering. I remember, um, Ben Folds came to a conference a few years ago. 
Ben Folds. And dude, I was presenting on my work, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm Did he so, come to your presentation? Dude, what? I, so oh, I, and it was like, it was 10, it was 10 minutes, it was 10 minutes into me presenting. I was like, I'm cool, this is my presentation, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly inside I go, so my work, yada, yada, yada. Ben Folds just walked in the room. Ben Folds just walked <laughs> oh in the room. Keep, it, keep shit together. Ooh. Ben Folds just walked in. So he walked in and then afterwards he came up to me. He's like, what is it about recording, man? Like, what is it about hearing the voice? And I thought that was so, like, he was like, he recognized too, like, there's something here that's, oh my that in gosh. of itself is super therapeutic about, about what Ike is doing, which is that like playing with the voice in ways that is searching for really trouble, you know, parts yeah. of yourself that have been traumatized, parts of yourself that is searching for answers. You know? Yeah. <sighs> um, one, because we're gonna have to end this soon, but one, Ben Fold is my hero. Yeah. <laughs> he is the reason why I went in the music in the first ben place. Ben Folds, listen to this. Uh, <laughs> clinical populations. <laughs> no, literally, I was at that conference, and he came. I, I went to a session that he went to a drum session, and I was there, and everyone after the session was like, can I have your autograph? And I was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. But my friend was like, you should just go up and get a picture. He's your hero. And I was like, okay. And so I went up to him, and my hands were literally shaking like Hyde Parkinson's. Like, I was like, you just, I just, I don't, oh. <laughs> like I didn't know how to talk. <laughs> you're you're my jam. Um, uh, so one, uh, two. Um, we're probably not in this, yes. but that was actually a great segue. <laughs> Again, you are great at podcasting. <laughs> Amazing at podcasting. Um, Please join us in the future. <laughs> I would love to join. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. is a great podcast. Um, so Allison and I have been discussing what we want to do next season. So we're thinking about adding. Um, rotating podcast hosts so yeah cool and yeah and getting other perspectives and maybe even adding the artists on too ooh mm-hmm. ooh that'd be cool mm-hmm. yeah um, so music therapists out there uh, hope you enjoyed it and if you have any other ideas of what you could do with Ike's song Retribution drop a comment below um, also if you'd like to support us we have a Patreon patreon.com slash patreon.com slash clinical populations um also ike thank you so much for letting us use your song beautiful song ike yeah man yes um so if guys if you want to listen to more of ike um he's on spotify itunes facebook everything check him out really cool dude he actually just had a uh his uh ep release show yesterday um and he Allison says congrats. I don't know if you heard that. (laughs) 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 Um, But uh, so he was so kind and actually like sent us all of his information today, even though it was post show. Um, So thank you so much for taking the time to do that. And uh, we're going to end this show by. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So nice. Yes. It was great. It's great that you're doing this. Yes. So. Hopefully, we'll have Mike back in the future. Always. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, All right. So, we're going to end the podcast. Enjoy. Bye. Populations. Populations. Enjoy Enjoy listening to uh, Retribution by Ikendolo.
sidewalk He was cut down Oh, so young I went looking For retribution Oh, Lord I got no more tears to cry Thank you.